welcome to another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name is David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. Welcome back. I got to tell you, this whole all black thing that you're wearing today, spectacular. Thank you. You look like a college co-ed and I really like it, especially with the black denim jean jacket. Okay. Thanks. I don't know what to say about that. You usually mock me a little for talking about the fashion report when I do that. But you look beautiful. Thank you. And I especially love the earrings that are dangly so I can see them below your headphones. I generally don't wear big, crazy earrings anymore. Like I like a simpler style. Uh Uh-huh. But today... I don't know. I had a different jacket on. The earring matched the buttons on the jacket perfectly. And then I changed because I got frustrated. Okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I I have a love-hate relationship with clothing. Okay. Well, I have a love-love relationship with you. It's time for news. The Israel-Hamas war continues in Gaza today, while anti-Jewish and anti-Muslim rhetoric continues to build. It's prompting security concerns in a few major American cities. That is a hundred, well, actually hundreds of thousands of Palestinians are attempting to flee Gaza currently. The situation at the Gaza-Egypt border is still tense, with the Rafah border crossing remaining closed. Hundreds of thousands of refugees are reportedly holed up there, right there at the border. Well, it's okay. Ron DeSantis is going to save them all. Well, he did have some <clears throat> uh, some refugees come into Tampa yesterday. <laughs> he certainly used it as a great, uh, uh, what do you call that? Marketing photo, tool? Photo op, yeah. Absolutely. Closer to home. A six-year-old Muslim boy living with his parents in Illinois has been stabbed to death by his landlord. 71-year-old Joseph Zuba stands accused of stabbing the child 26 times at his Plainfield, Illinois home. The boy's mother, who is expected to survive, was stabbed more than a dozen times. Zuba's charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, and two counts of committing a hate crime. I don't understand. No. I, I I don't have anything pithy or fun to say about that story. It's shocking that people are taking their sentiment uh, uh, and and attacking other people. Do we know for sure that's what it was? Allegedly, what that's what was said during the skirmish. That's that's um, blackout rage, though. Yeah. yeah, that many stab wounds. That's like something snapped in that dude's head yeah well i don't want to i don't want to speculate on his uh mental state because, oh i'll do it because this he's the podcasting he, say whatever he's I clearly want crazy but is he criminally crazy i don't know is the answer iconic american comedic actress and entrepreneur suzanne summers dies one day before her 77th birthday family members who were on hand during summer's final hours on sunday say after a more than 23 year battle with invasive breast cancer the actress possibly best known for her role as chrissy snow in the sitcom three's country uh, company rather <laughs> succumbed to the disease summers was also a prolific author and an anti-aging advocate this is very sad for me. Yeah, you've got a few of her books at home. Yeah, she. I can kind of credit her and her books and her interest in holistic medicine yeah. uh, with, you know, feeding some of my interest in holistic medicine. And I want to be clear, though, she did battle her cancer over the last 23 years through both 
traditional right. and non-traditional right uh, it's methods. not like she refused to have surgery <laughs> or refused <laughs> to have traditional treatment she just also right. sought homeopathic right. treatment right right and so um but yeah if you haven't read her books they're great and really eye-opening and and interesting she the one that i have i don't recall the title of it right now the one that i've read the most is um interview after interview after interview of doctors who at the time were kind of on the cutting edge of anti-aging and living longer and all that kind of thing when it was kind of a brand new idea now it's pretty commonplace for people but anyway yeah. Very sad. On a much lighter note, the trailer or swelsy rumors continue to heat up after a whirlwind weekend by the couple. Taylor Swift's self-released concert film opened Thursday. It's already the highest grossing concert film of all time. The couple spent much of the weekend in New York City where they appeared briefly on Saturday Night Live and were seen on the street by onlookers. Uh, to the dismay of Swifties, though, Travis Kelsey capped off the weekend by attending his brother's football game Sunday at the Jets without Taylor Swift. Incidentally, the New York Jets beat the Philadelphia Eagles 20 to 14 in that game. And that's what's happening. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I find it really interesting. The people who are mad that Uh, she didn't show up at a game. No, 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 no. People that are mad about the coverage. Oh, well, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. I mean... The NFL ain't mad about it. Nobody cares about their stupid blah, 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 blah. Clearly, people do. Yes, they do. They definitely do. And if you don't believe it, there were copious newscasts Monday morning (laughs) about how disappointed people were that went to the Jets game hoping to catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift and she wasn't there. They should have paid closer attention because not long after 3 p.m., there were photos of him leaving her apartment in New York by himself. So let's be smarter obviously she wasn't going (laughs) i don't know many people who follow it so closely that they would have followed the media accounts of him leaving her apartment i mean i don't know what to tell you get on board yeah i guess whatever i think it's sweet i think it's sweet and cute and they're like america's sweetheart couple right now and i you know what can't we use that can't we all just use a happy story right now well i think all of us are using it right (laughs) it was a huge uh nine minute long skit on saturday night live yeah it was uh all over the world that taylor swift made a surprise appearance and introduced uh ice spice Spice Mm -hmm. during one of her performances on Mm -hmm. saturday night live i mean it was an interesting deal it's really fun to watch (laughs) and if we're coughing a little bit today i was super sick Mm -hmm. over the weekend and i think you're catching it now that i'm on the way i know that's terrible i know it's terrible for y'all to listen to and i apologize but um yeah i don't know what else my vocal quality is not at its best today i sound a little nasally oh yeah well that's okay yeah uh we're just talking about silly stuff anyway well i don't know that we're talking about silly stuff the state of, i love the it. state I of love the it. world is uh, important and the state of your world is important Rhonda. <laughs> excuse me i mean uh, the whole uh taylor swift travis kelsey thing i think is fun because you know it's it, it it's hopeful and it's fresh and it's 
fun and flirty and I mean, come on. Well, and love it. It's great cross promotion. Yeah. Her movie opened last week, had the highest ticket sales of any concert film ever. Mm-hmm. And it started Thursday, mm-hmm. right? And ran Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Um, she is a great self-promoter and is changing the way movie studios are involved in films. Here's the deal. This is the first concert movie ever to fully cut out the studios. <laughs> typically, I was doing a little research this morning. Typically, studios make about $10 on average per ticket of movie sales. Okay. And, you know, people who have movie theaters make most of their money on the hospitality, the refreshments inside, you know, that right. kind of thing, right? Right. The $20 popcorn. This girl is such a strong negotiator that she called up AMC and said, hey, guys, listen, I don't want to give $10 a ticket away to the studios. How about you and I split it and we distribute it together without a studio? Right. And AMC was like, heck, yeah. So they're getting, they're splitting the ticket sales money that would have gone to studios. So if something like um, uh, an independent movie theater chain like the Fairchild is also airing it, you know what I mean? They're paying what would go to studios, 10 bucks a ticket, directly to Taylor and AMC. And I think she's getting 57% of that money. Smart. And they're getting 43. Smart. I'm telling Smart. you now. It makes perfect sense. Studios weren't involved in the filming of it. They weren't involved with the distribution of it. And they're not making a penny from it. Love her or hate her. She's a brilliant business person. And the same could be said about Suzanne Summers. Yeah. It's never <laughs> happened before. Independent films are called independent films because often studios are left out. But ultimately, at the distribution end, they get their piece of the pie. And they buy it for distribution rights. Mm-hmm. Well, this... Nope. Sorry, studios. Out. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's interesting. You know? You know what I'm saying? I do. Okay. If you gave me your cold, I'm going to be so mad at you. Well, it's not really a cold. I was bitten by a capuchin monkey on Friday. You had a head cold. On Friday, I was bitten by a monkey, and it all went downhill. You're not a good patient. No, I'm terrible. Like, Like bad. Yeah. I openly weep. And I can't sleep when I'm sick. And you're grumpy. That's right. And you spread your germs all over the place because we had things we had to do this weekend. (laughs) And I apologize for anybody who's listening. If you saw us this weekend, I apologize for it. Well, it didn't get really, really bad until Saturday night. Saturday night. That's true. It turned into full-blown AIDS. I don't think we can say that anymore. I think we can. And as you say, this is a podcast and we can say whatever we want. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. I can say whatever I want. <clears throat> I had a great weekend. Um, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you anyway. How was, was your a, weekend? It was, it was great. I had a good, I had a good work weekend. I, I worked yeah. a lot this weekend. Yeah. Um, I did a couple of open houses. As you know, I'm a real estate agent. Right. Right. So I did a couple of open houses and um, I taught a class a couple of weeks ago on how to do an open house, right. uh, uh, how to, you know, improve your success in your open houses. Sure. And I'll be damned if this wasn't a great example of it, because <clears throat> on the face of it, they looked like not great open houses. Saturday, I had one couple come through. Right. That's it. Sunday, I had one nosy neighbor. 
you know, which is fine. I love that. They they already love the neighborhood and know the neighborhood. So I want them to come through, look at it and tell their friends and family. Absolutely. Excuse me. And then I had one other guy. Okay. Okay. So you would think, oh, that's not a well-attended open house, right? Well, uh, the attendance doesn't matter as much as the capture, right? right? So the neighbor came in, walked around, went out, right? Just really quick. Right. Didn't, didn't engage. I always talk about play ball with the people who want to play ball with you. So when you say hello to somebody, this is good for any business owner, somebody walks in your storefront or whatever, you say hello to them, you greet them in whatever way that you greet them. Right. If they're cold and distant, <clears throat> give them space. Okay. That's they good don't want to play ball. You definitely want to greet them within For a sure. certain amount of time from them coming through the door. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. Um, and you use the analogy, you toss a ball to somebody, and if they catch it and toss it back, they're your people, and right. they want to play ball. Right. So they didn't, the neighbors, so that was fine. Go ahead. Let me know if you have any questions sure. kind of thing. But right behind them walked in this guy, and <clears throat> and I greeted him. He talked back to me. I talked back. Uh, he talked back, and now we're playing ball. Right. And, uh, and it was just great. The <clears throat> couple that came through on Saturday, n- ev- neither of the couples, I'm going to call them, um, were represented by anybody right uh both had questions both wanted more information uh in fact the couple that came through saturday as you know because you were with me on saturday i'm a lender so i like to go to open houses whenever i'm invited by realtors i scheduled an appointment right after the open house to go do a walkthrough of their house so that i can get them an idea of a value range on their house because they're looking to kind of downsize and what an interesting property that was it's a duplex. They have a big shop behind it. I mean, what a cool place. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is really cool. Um, and then, actually, both couples are looking to downsize, which is why they came into my open house. Right. So there's a tip if you're a realtor. Go talk to your people that might be looking to downsize. And um, definitely talk to them about their home's value because people don't know how much right. wealth they're sleeping in. Right. You know, you've said for years that a house is a savings account that you can mm-hmm. sleep in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's absolutely true. And yep. in the market we are in presently, right now, in Tri-Cities, Washington, which is where this studio is, mm-hmm. um, the market since 2019 has appreciated on average $150,000 per home. Right. That's an average number. Some have appreciated more. Some, of course, have appreciated less, but the mm-hmm. average is $150,000. Yeah. And if you bought your house in 2019, you probably feel pretty connected mm-hmm. to the home's value because it was only three or four years ago. Right. It's not that big of a deal. So in your brain, you probably have no idea... Unless you've been shopping for a home or trying to refinance to pay off debt, you probably have no idea how much more wealth you have than you had before. Right. And if that is your situation, you need to call 509-438-3125. That's my phone number. 509-438-3125. Okay, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) If you need more information from me, just go to listwithlonda.com. That's great. Uh, And you can get all my information there. But the, the, so we did the walkthrough of their property and I'm, I'm putting some numbers together for them. Well, it's already done, but, uh, and then the guy that came on Sunday, 
we had such a great conversation and had so many connection points, you know, they're empty nesters and they're da 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 da. Sure. And uh and as it turns out, he's also an investor. Well, that's good news. <clears throat> he's got three properties now, he's always looking for more. A player's uh, gonna play. That's the thing, you know, and he was fascinated when I was telling him about the the um parts of the market that are moving. Right. First time home buyers, yep. luxury buyers, and investors. Yep. And so he was really interested by that. He was like kind of motivated by the nerd stuff, like I am, the facts and figures and numbers. And so sure. um, it was an easy conversation, right? Anyway, so I just think um, that's really great. And I'm, I'm excited about that. And now I've got a couple of great leads uh, that I'm following up on today. I, put, I was going to do it yesterday. I wasn't feeling great though. When I, by the time I got home from the open house, put the signs away and all that, I was just like dead. But this morning, got them all done. The other person though, that I made a presentation for, and this is a great story. So pay attention. This is just lends itself to the whole opportunity is everywhere mm-hmm. idea and tell people who you are and what you do no right. matter where you are people often don't say it because they don't want people to think something of right. them well i want people to think of me period whether it's good or bad i want them to think of me you know when i, I anyway <laughs> so i went in we went in to get balloons to go on the open house signs and uh the guy that was blowing up our balloons said, uh, so what are you doing today? And we started talking. Well, we're doing this open house. I'm a realtor. He's a lender. Oh, wow. Power couple, huh? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, pretty much. This is kind of what we do and who we are and what we do and whatnot. And uh, so I'm doing a, a home valuation for his girlfriend as well, who you know is curious about maybe selling her condo. So, you know, I think... I guess what I'm trying to say is I I hesitate to toot my own horn, you sure. know what I mean? But yeah. the truth is I do have good skill set, which is why I train other realtors as right. well. Yeah. Um I got a long history of successful sales uh and marketing and training. Sure. And, working behind me. So it's okay to toot my horn a little bit. Um, but also when you're looking for opportunity, it comes, right? Exactly Whatever right. you're looking for, that's what you're going to find. So if you think that your job is really hard and nobody wants to work with you, then you're right. And if you think that everything comes to me so easily and everyone wants to work with me, then you're right. Yeah. You attract what you... <clears throat> believe, right? If Absolutely. you believe the world is a dark, sad, mm-hmm. violent place, you'll see all the darkness, all the sadness, and all the violence. Absolutely. If you believe the world is a shiny opportunity in front of you, you'll see shiny opportunities in front of you. It's magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the reticular activating system. We talk about it all the time. It is. It's the growth mindset, you know, versus a fixed mindset. Right. It's, it's all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I sent you something earlier this morning that I found, actually found it last week when I was going through my files. It's called the Ninja Prayer. Right. And it's really written for salespeople, particularly in the real estate industry. And if you've ever um, 
<clears throat> if you know anything about ninja selling, if you've ever gone to their training or bought the book or anything like that, you might already be familiar with this. And I don't have it in front of me, but Google the ninja prayer um, and that for ninja selling. And it's just such a powerful little, you know, not quite one page affirmation. So, so good. Are you going to Google it right now? I'm going to do that. You're yeah. so smart. The ninja prayer. I can either Google it or I can pull up the text where you sent it to me. Well, Google it because you, your text has other texts and nope. Nope. Stop that's, now. Okay. Get out of your texts. <laughs> I'm just saying, babe, you do not want to bring up. <laughs> oh my God. You just pulling up our text messages in public for the whole world to see. <laughs> Think about that for a minute, sir. <laughs> okay. Okay, the ninja <laughs> prayer. No, that's a Facebook page. Yeah, but it may have the prayer on it. Here it is. See, I, I'm not as dumb as I look. Over two you, do you want to get near your microphone and, and read a little of it? I give thanks for this day, and I awaken grateful. It goes on and on and on. Do you want me to talk about it or not? I won't. I, I, I would love to read it. Well, go ahead. Well, if I can see it. Here are some glasses if you need them. I give thanks for this day and I awaken grateful, giving thanks for this life and for my place in it. As I begin brand new this day, I give thanks for the breath that breathes and sustains me. I begin with an attitude of gratitude and I give thanks for the infinite opportunities that are available to me. For I know that as I rise, I am. I am enough. And today I release all fear, all doubt, and all separation. I move into this day grounded in the absolute truth. I'm guided by the infinite intelligence that lives within me, and I powerfully co-create this day. God, I love that. Today I begin with a profound sense of understanding and clarity. I know that my consciousness is a gift, and I transform... What does that say? Uh, and in. I transform solutions, maybe solutions, salutations. I don't know. It, it, the, the, okay. it curves. The picture of it curves and it's harder to see. Oh, but wait. I just made it bigger. I know that my conclusion. My consciousness, consciousness is, a, is gift, a gift and I transform situations by way of my beingness. I move through this day fully embracing the strength and the power that lie within me. I give thanks for the opportunities disguised as challenges, for I absolutely know they will allow me to use my wisdom, my kindness, and my intelligence. There's no situation or obstacle that moves me from this path of least resistance. I meet each meeting, each, each transaction, and each closing as an opportunity to bring my authentic self to be fully engaged and inspired. I negotiate with purpose, inviting the highest and best outcome for all those involved, knowing that creative solutions, positive communication, and masterful ideas are my art and my craft, and it is good. I give thanks for these experiences that continue to nurture and grow me. For each day, I become more and more of who I've come here to be, how wonderful it is to know that there is no one and no thing that stands between me and my highest truth and vision. Today, I stand grounded in this awareness, and I recognize that life is always conspiring for my greater good. I find balance in all that I do. There's enough time, enough energy, and enough resources for all of my dreams and desires. As I create this day, I choose well in all my endeavors. 
I release this word and give thanks for all I have, for all that I am, and for all that I'm becoming. I'm successful. I am powerful. I am ninja. I love that. <clears throat> love it. And really if you, cool. If you stuck with us through that, I hope that you 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 know can feel the power of those words. I have it when I found it last week. I put it up on the wall next to my desk, mm-hmm. and I remembered. Oh yeah, I used to have this up. You know, at my desk, um, and I have started every morning reading it out loud because I'm, it's just me in there, you know, and even if it wasn't, I probably would anyway. And it does, it reminds you of all of those things. Like it, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. I love how it describes how you actually do live your life too. You're certain that negotiating is your strength and that Mm -hmm. you're going to negotiate the highest and best outcome for all involved. I mean, Every word of it is how you live your life. It resonates pretty deeply with me. And yeah. If it doesn't resonate with you, then go find something that does that's right. equally as powerful. You know, I was looking at my TikToks. I was taking a break <clears throat> from what I was doing this morning and looking at TikTok. And I realized a lot of my TikTok is like motivational stuff, sure. right? Yeah. And so i was getting jazzed you know i was getting all pumped up and then of course it's also you know taylor swift travis kelsey talk i'm for sure on that train and so um i did see the pictures of them with from their weekend right mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. one in particular where they get out of the car and you can see cause somebody who's crazy zoomed in on it you can see a little bit of red in his mustache and then you can see when you zoom in, that her lipstick's a little smudged. <laughs> Ooh, kissing. <laughs> yeah. That's cute, hon. I think it's adorable. I think it's adorable. I too. love love. Yeah. That's the thing. I love love. I love positivity. I had a great therapy session. Uh, was it last night? Night uh, before? I don't know. With whom? <laughs> With you. Oh, our kind of conversational therapy. It's not, I'm yeah. no licensed therapist. No, no, no. But we had we had a long conversation yeah. um, that got real deep. I think that was Saturday night. I think it was Saturday night as well. And, uh, and it was so good. I often say being married to you is like being in therapy full time because we do communicate uh, about everything. Yeah. I, I know marriages where like, especially second marriages, or I should say multiple marriages, right? Second, third, fourth, whatever you're on. <laughs> the, the, sometimes they have rules where they can't talk about their previous partners or previous marriages or previous stuff, right? That's if, pretty common. If you have rules like that, though, you can't work through problems that will persist in future relationships. Right. All of the information has to be on the table. Right. And, you know, there can be no rules Mm -hmm. surrounding what's, you know, appropriate conversation because then you can't truly work through your problems. Right. And you're so good at that. Just holding space for me to feel however I'm feeling, letting me talk about how I feel. And sometimes, I'll be honest, it's uncomfortable. 
Yeah, for course. everyone involved. <laughs> yes, you know, but I it's necessary. Right. And you and I had those uncomfortable conversations while we were hiking for six months while working together as lender and realtor. Right. And most of those uncomfortable conversations didn't feel uncomfortable until about July of that year. <laughs> and suddenly something was different about the tenor of those talks to me. And right. I don't know what happened, but you it, fell in love. Uh, maybe. Maybe, but I didn't believe it because, you know, you're so far out of my station. You're well, so high true. above me. That's true. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. crazy. That song, you're so high above me like Cleopatra and Joan of Arc. I, I, I can fully relate to the lyrics of that song. Okay. It's a little pop ditty. Well, I would say just around that, that I would encourage you to have the uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. as couples, as friends, mm-hmm. as, you know, with your clients, with your customers. The uncomfortable conversation always, always turns into a deepening of the relationship. Sure. Right? Yeah. And so I think there's something special about somebody who can hold space for someone who is struggling with their emotions right you know yeah um and so and and i'm not dancing around the the meat of the conversation for any you know real reason it's just not it just doesn't need to be yeah it's not a thing it's Um, not a thing you can come ask me i guess if you want to know but she's not vague booking here and putting something out publicly no no we were having a conversation about our interpersonal relationships yeah i'll say this i'm thrilled to be where i am in life and i'm still pretty angry and bitter about some things that happened in my past yeah i'll I'll say that part yeah that much and 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 and, it's interesting when we talk about it because i don't feel that way right right so that's what's that's what's interesting to me because I don't understand I think, that emotional Gosh, I think it goes stuff. to some of the stuff we were talking about, about perspective and, yeah. and what you think about how you view the world is how the world is. Right. You know? Yeah. Because I think a lot of my life I have felt ripped off. I got you. Right? Yeah. Like just a little bit screwed over and right. a little bit ripped off. And I think that was... Um, that was built into my DNA. I got gotcha. you. You know, because my... my my mom was a lot that way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's just interesting, right? I, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say today. And I don't even know what, uh, how to categorize this particular podcast. Well, yeah, listen, here's how to categorize it. If you leave space for people to open up to you and you don't put boundaries around it, you'll have deeper, closer relationships, right? Mm -hmm. That's an important thing. And that's true in your sales process as well. You know, the the Ninja Prayer that you just read talks about your skill set. And guess what? That is part of giving space to people to tell you to open up. The way you live Mm -hmm. your life is pretty transparent. Mm -hmm. Um, The... And it's important that you have shared values with the people that you're mm-hmm. in, in your relationships with. And I think you do. And I think this it's authentic actually, and cool. This is actually pretty interesting if I think about the idea of when I sit with a client or a potential client, mm-hmm. framing it in this way where I'm thinking about holding space for them. Right. 
That's something I've never really thought about before. I gotcha. And that's... I'm taking them through my process. I'm getting them from A to B to C to D to E to F to G, right? Yes. I've got a very specific process that I like to go through. Sure. I'm very... um, I love scripting. I love systems. I love processes. And that's how I've done it. I never... But what's missing in my process is a deeper personal connection with people, right? And I think I just discovered right now in real time how I can cultivate that. Awesome. With people by by thinking about it like that, about holding space for people. And that's all I'm good at. That is what I'm good at. Yeah. That's what I do. Interesting, right? Yeah. When I'm doing a needs analysis of someone, mm-hmm. I'm getting to know who they are as a person. Right. And that helps me learn how to treat them in my process. I am too. I am too. But mine is more... Systematic. Definitely more systematic and more um, logic-based. Sure. And yours is definitely more emotion-based. Absolutely. But I think I just crossed a barrier here. That's cool. That I've had in my entire 35-year sales career. And that's why you joke that you're a hunter, not a farmer. And you joke that I'm a farmer, I'm, not a hunter. I don't joke. That's the truth. Well, well, maybe not anymore. Interesting. Maybe not now. If you think of it as holding space for someone, that's going to change how you talk to people. It will. That's interesting. Wow. I like that. It's only $400 an hour to have a session like this with me <laughs> through Sherwood Austin Solutions. <laughs> You're cheap. I am cheap. Yes. <laughs> well, you can when and that that's the beauty of coaching. I mean, you guys just watched it in real time right here of something that is a very normal part of the coaching process and why right. I love coaching people is because when well, when I coach, that's what I do. I hold space for people. Right. I just never thought about it with a a client like a like a home buying, selling, investing client. That's the whole point of the <sighs> informal chat that you have with someone. No, the whole point of the informal chat is to close the appointment on the next appointment. <laughs> well, maybe and figure out just fill. I'm filling in blanks. Well, but, wow, not me. Wow. I'm trying to get to know somebody, right? And it's really cool when you're getting to know somebody, you see more opportunity than if you don't get to know them. Yeah. Because you, sure. now, you now know what to look for for them. Yeah. And that goes for loans, that goes for car sales, that goes for housing, that goes for every kind yeah. of sales. If you get to know your customer, you can help solve their problem. Right. Fully agree. Fully agree. I But I definitely just had... Some kind of breakthrough. And that was that. that was interesting. I hope someone else heard that and got something from it, too. I don't want to talk anymore because you have never said that to me on the show, and I don't want to lose it. I want to <laughs> go out on a high. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... We had a lot of stuff happen during this episode. We talked about the news. We talked about Swellsy or Trailer. I heard somebody else call him something dumb the other day, and I don't know what it was. I don't know what the nickname was, but I like Swellsy. I do. And Trailer. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And then we talked about the state of the world, and then you had an epiphany about your sales process. That's a pretty interesting deal. 
It's been a very, very long time since I have had that kind of moment. Coaches, when I hire a coach, they usually get frustrated with me because I don't get a lot of breakthrough. Oh, I'm, I'm gotcha. kind of hard to coach. Yeah. But you and I just did it right there. Well, there you go. Beautiful. There you have it, and there it is. For Londa Joanne Sherwood Austin, the prettiest girl in the Aww. world, my name is David Austin. We'll see you again next week.